0: Okay, uh, um, Tov. today, we are, we wrap up today. Last, last stop or Amud of Migila. We pick up, uh, today's stop is We pick up on the bottom of Lamed Allah And we pick up with, um okay, uh, uh, Tanya, Ezra Ezra Kikane. So the first word is so the word Kikane. It is about 14 lines from the bottom. you okay. As a cheeky manly mm-hmm. search you come Quellos to Petroska hiding code myself. Oh we did that? Mm-hmm. Um calling oh, dear Hosak. Excuse me, we're even further tiny is Simon Lezro Mayer. says the word right. O'Mear. Seven lines on the bottom. But yeah. Simon Lezro In your monograph the <Omer>. name sator, Rosimel says, if elders tell you to knock down, to demolish, vi ladimne, until they tell you to build, to construct, sator ga altifne. Destru- demolish and do not build. Listen to the elders, even if what they are saying seems, you know, seems uh, counterintuitive. Or even you. It, it, right, in that sounds destructive. Because the destruction, the demolition of elders, what they advise ultimately will be constructive, and the construction of youth um, will ultimately be destructive. So trust the wisdom of your elders. And the indication is Rechavam ben Shlomo. Oh, wow. Rechavam, the son of Shlomo. As we know, you know he asked the elders what to do, and they said, "Go light on the people." And then the young people said, "No, you do that. They'll think you're a wimp. You gotta be harsh on them." So he was harsh on them, and it led to the entire splitting of um, of the land of Israel. Now, why we're exactly quoting this is probably because we said something earlier in Shem, uh and yes, because we caught a brighter before Ripskim and a Lezer. Okay, but that was apropos of nothing. Tani Raban, a rabbi's taught. Markum Shemafsikim B'Shabbath Shacharit Sham Mincha. Um The place where you finish reading Shabbos in day, that's where you pick up Shabbos afternoon, the next parasha B'mincha, where you finish reading in Mincha, Sham Karim B'sheni, that's where you pick up on Monday, that you didn't know that. B'sheni, when you finish reading in Monday, Sham Karim B'chamishi, that's where you pick up on Thursday. And B'chamishi, when you finish on Thursday, Sham Karim B'shabbath that's what you read next Shabbos to be So you see that? Makes your life a lot easier. Yeah. You'll only have to wind that's up doing, like, four aliyos on be Shabbos. You know. Well, that would, right, that would make it easier yeah, to sure. get... To, so so right, exactly. Get more people the the problem is, is that not everybody gets to hear it. So that's what Rebbe Meir said. Um, Rebbe Meir was a sofa. <laughs> I don't know if that has any relevance for this. Rebbe Yehud Mayor. no. Markam so you be, where you left off on the Shabbos, the next Aliyah, the first Aliyah of the next Parsha, is what you read Shabbos. Mincha, Monday and Thursday, and that's where you start on Shabbat, um, and that allows everybody to hear the reading on Shabbat, who are not going to be there for those other times, is presumably the reason behind it. Also is why so many of us know the first Aliyah of all the Parshaos. Okay, so, Amar Ebi Seira, Halacha, Halacha is, Magum Shabbat Shamkar like Rabbi Yehuda, where you left off on Shabbat, the next daliot you read again. You read it at Sabbath Mincha again on Monday, again on Thursday, and again on the following Shabbat. So why be so wordy? Why not just say the ruling is like Rabbi Yehuda? Top of Lamed Bet Aleph Mishum Some people reverse which one Rebbe Meir says which one Rebbe Huda says so just so there should be no confusion he tells you the Psa'a halacha, not the person who says it Tanu Rabbanan. a rabbi taught. Pateach you open up the Tsefer Torah you see where you're going to read from Golel then you close it you scroll it up Umevareich and you say the Bracha the And then you open it up again, and you read from it, right? So a normal person now gets an aliyah, right? And they, you know, they get called up, you know, the guy shows him, you know, the bakar shows him, you look, you kiss, or whatever, then you close the Torah, you know, you make the bracha, and then you open the Torah again, and you read from it, exactly as was described. That's the, uh, my, my, well, right, oh, it could be Sephardi, you could look, what close the, it. According to the actual Sephardi stock, is he supposed to keep it open? Okay, well, let's take a look at what the Gemara says. But it could work with a Sephardi Sefer Torah. No reason to have to. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, okay, so let's look at what the Gemara says. Rabbi Huda Omer, Rabbi Huda says, as Michael said, You open, you see, you make the bracha, then you read. So Okay, mm-hmm. so that at least makes sense. You're not having a pausing, you're not having extra closing, you're, closing, you're, not, you're not doing anything to interrupt the brach on the beginning of the reading. Rebbe, to makes sense, right? Nice and compact. Right. Why should you do Rebbe Mayer? So my time is Rebbe Mayer. What's the reasoning of Rebbe Meir? like ula lo The person reading the Torah should not help out the m'torgoman. Right, the m'torgoman is like stumbling, he's trying to translate a word, and the guy, the balkorei, shouldn't like suggest a word to him, you know, or fill in the blank for him. Why not? Because if I'm the guy who's reading the Torah and I'm saying a few words for the Targum, people are going to think I'm reading it from the Torah and those words are written in the Torah. So Hachanami here too. So that's what Reula says. So apply the same reasoning here. Why do we want to make sure it's closed when we make the bracha? Okay. So people, I'm sorry, that's the line today. Hachanami today. uh brachot ktuvim batorah. You want the Torah closed when you when you make the brachas, So people should not say that the you're reading the brachos from within the Sefer Torah. Presumably the reason you look at it beforehand is so that after you make the bracha, you'll know exactly where to go to. You know you. Won't have to hesitate looking around. Of course, it happens all the time, but they reopen it in the chaz and, the the is again, like where were we? Looking around again, but okay. At least, hopefully, there's less of that happening. I'm um, sort of like making the little cut in the chala before you make the brach of the chala. Okay, so that's why we do it. Rev Yehuda, what would Reb Yehuda say back? Targum Ekelamite. The targum you'll come to air because people might think yeah these words are, are you know written in the Torah you know there is some Aramaic words in the Torah it fits with the narrative that's a reasonable thing for people to mistake and therefore you want to be careful about that <laughs> nobody's going to think is written in the Torah so you do not have to worry about that every person has right. gets, gets an aliyah it's not mean, going to be every complete right although in the time that uh, but, for, but for this right uh, it was only the first person the last person so it wouldn't have been repeating itself but nevertheless he said but Michael is correct now days is even less of a concern because everybody's making both bruchos. who's really going to think it's written in the Torah. So the Gemara says, Amr Masna Poteach <speaking> Viroa, <in> the like Reb Yehuda. You look you open it, you look, you make the Bracha, you read, no interruptions. So as Michael told us Sradi Psaq. So, Why not to say we rule like I same point. Some people reverse, which is Yehuda, which is Yehuda. So, we want to say clearly what the Pesach is. So, that's it. Clear Pesach halacha. Why do uh, we ask this? what to do? Why do we ask another to do differently? So, you look at Tosros. Tosos says, um, where is Tosros? Um, the bottom of low, Tosos says like this. Um, uh, he says like this. Um, uh who Khathila where the with a little bet in parentheses. Um, okay, so it says, Which is what the Rabbi Meir's concern was. Hamon that's, but in the end, you don't have to worry you are not that ignorant that they're going to really think the brachas are written. Mm-hmm. And then it says, like, the way they add it. But Tzatzel says, but that's beforehand. After, you definitely have to close it. Why? Is there more of a concern that people are going to think the end bracha is written than the beginning bracha? Maybe not. But maybe there's less. There's not an issue of hefseh. Right, if like, the, the opening bracha it's more like seems like a birkha samitzvah or something, you know, you might want there to be like less of a hefsek of the clo- of the of the reopening. Whereas by the end, you know, it's less of a birchas mitzvah so it comes after. So the issues of hefsake are less. Um, or maybe Tosos actually thinks that somehow yeah, I don't know. A, an opening bracha, people are more understanding that that's a bracha, whereas a closing bracha, people are less. You know, people expect opening brachas, so maybe somehow they more suspect that it's written in. Anyway, what you see from Tosos is that although the halacha is you do it open and one might say it's dafka not that you're allowed to do it open dafka you do it open so there shouldn't be a hefseh Tosus actually in the end winds up being poshening like Rebbe Mayer at Lichat at least that's something to be concerned about because he's concerned about more of a widespread ignorance you know than apparently the Gemara felt it needed to be concerned about yes because sometimes the Gemara says and educate the people you know what I mean right well of course and I was going to say for Svartim maybe that's less of a concern because Svartim are really good at making sure everybody knows. Torah and Tanakh so you know, the Kriya so maybe there's less of a concern with that mistake but again Michael is correct it is interesting and at the same time so says people are really not that ignorant but he still wants you to be doing it okay so the Gemara says like this um, I'm a Rebbe Zayra. I'm a Rebbe Masna so since we have had a statement of Rebbe Zayra in the name of Rebbe Masna before we have another statement in the name of Rebbe Zayra in the name of Rebbe Masna so he says ha ein kedusha." a very um, uh, um, sort of uh, dense or, or opaque statement the literally the the the, 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 um, the tablets and the uh, and the balk- and the uh, not the balconies what's the bima the daises you know the uh, the um, what do you call it the dais what else is it called the stand a platform and the platforms don't have sanctity so what are the the you know the the, um, the ruchos and the bimos you know what are these so Rashi says if you think a look at Rashi Rashi says haluchos Rashi says uh, where are we last wide line last wide line thank you I don't know what these tablets are maybe they are the blocks that block off a book you know if you have a codex the luchos are the front and the back cover Okay, so it's telling you Ain by although they're the covers of this codex, you know, which raises them the question, what is a codex? Does that have to do Shah? If it's scribes it, but it's not a scroll. So it's interesting. But that's a good mean at that If the wraps of a safer Torah have to do shah, maybe the covers of a codex have to do shah. So that's what he suggests through Chot means. And bima, the platform actually says, Shayu Osim Lamelak to Parsha Kamalach, Sota. That's what closest right he was able to come up to some bima done for relating for Kriyat Torah. So why all of a sudden we're dealing with Hakel once every seven years, but if you want to transform it, you could say if you read the Torah not just on a on a plat, you know, on a uh, we call that a bima, right? <laughs> but anyway, but read it not only on a table, but the table is itself on a platform so maybe that's also connected to the safer Torah so Rashi sees this as things that are somehow connected to a Torah or to a codex but not so closely connected in any Bo Kedushah so assuming you had read this I mean we have, you know we tend to have raised platforms some of them are you know part of the very structure of the floor but some people actually have a movable platform that they then get onto and read the Torah from so that's how Rashi reads it Tosvos and similarly Rabbeinu Khananel have a very different read look at Tosvos Rabimot Kedushah that he says that this is figurative if you have here your, your, your Torah scroll right and this is your white space right right and you have white space and you have white space here right and you have white space here and you have white space here right between each one of the columns so these are rukos these are like vertical tablets and this is a bima hmm. right this is a platform I mean I don't know that's a roof but okay it's an upside down okay so it cool. means the white space on the sides and on the top and the bottom of a Sefer Torah don't have Kedushah then mm-hmm. Tosa says for one minute they do have Kedushah but ah what the Gemara must be talking about is that if they were cut away from the Sefer Torah once they've been cut away Ein behind Mishum Kedushah and that's how Tosa said read it you know you have to have like a five line like a possible. Sefer Torah is another question, and you know. But if, but in terms of if you did cut out the white space, but that you were moving the stock to another Sefer Torah, whatever you were doing, if you cut out the white margin, once it's removed, it does not have nishum to do shah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now the gemara says like this: Um of Sefer Torah The one rolling up the Sefer Torah has to stand it. You know, has to sort of have the uh, the, uh, the, the the sewn part in the middle when you roll it, you know, the sort of start, you know, the scene, the right. So you're rolling it here. It's going to be bad. I'm not. Anyway, here's your, like, scroll, right? You know, this is like, you know, this is like your, right, this is like your, right, the scroll here. As you're rolling it, the theme between the two page between the pages, it's sort of, you know, be in the middle as you're tightening right? Is that pretty clear? Yes. As you're tightening it. Why? And also, we also transfer this not only to Gola, but also to <laughs> Um There's some discussion that went into Gomorrah that when it's referring to Gola, it also means the one who's lifting it up and being Gola lit. But also because when you tighten it, right? if you want to be pulling and the pressure at the seam why? that will tear it no, but yeah rip, but, but wouldn't you mean... rather right let's say you know wouldn't you rather your clothes rip at the seam or would you rather they rip somewhere other than the seam right so wouldn't you rather if your saber toe is going to rip it might be that that this will be a little bit weaker than the middle of the dock but let let the pressure be applied here so it'll tear at the seam rather than the pressure be applied somewhere else where it can actually rip the dot. okay, okay so yes so I mean, you're rolling it up when you roll you finish the roll and you're tightening right so it's pulling pressure, you know, away from the middle because the sides are being pulled. And we simply mean, when you like lift lint. it up, every you, time, like, every time you roll it up, you should roll it up with the seam down the middle. And that makes it even harder to find where you left off. You have to roll it up. Oh no, I don't think it means the light rolling on the on the shulchan. I think it means when you're tightening it you know that's you so low right the didn't used down. the word golel before it used the word it yeah, the word right? golel oh you're right it did use the word golel but I think the assumption mm-hmm. here is when you're doing the tight tight, typing at the very not end not just you right. you know, roll it at the partial you exactly the exactly you go before or after that. I don't know but that's also what we do at Hagbah as well because if you're talking about applying pressure when you do Hagbah, it's heavy you know you, the, the, the poles are going to pull like this and you really I don't know I've never heard of a case has anybody ever heard where the actual cloth itself towards but I've never heard of that so okay but, yeah alright um, okay so uh, so now the word says like this says the name of when you roll a you do it on the outside not on the inside when you tighten it you do it on the inside not the outside what does this mean? So Rashi says what it means is the following. Rashi says that you're there with a. I, I should have brought some visual images. Anyway, you, you're sitting down and you've got the sefer Torah in your lap, and you're a one person job of moving up, of you know finding the right place in the safe Torah. So it's usually easy with two people, right? You put it on a table. You have know, one person holding, got the other person rolling, and you go nice and fast, right? But let's say you don't have a table. You're one person, and you got it all on your lap. Got to be a pretty small say for Torah. So what are you going to do? It says what you want to be doing is you want to. means close to you. So it says right. The ain't What you want to be doing is you've got it on your lap. The part you want to be pulling towards right, sort of, you know, is, is away from you. So what you're going to do is you'll take the bar that's, oh, the, the, the post that's away from you, you know, you'll roll it up to, close to you. The part that sort of stays stable stays closer to your body, right, that you're pulling the clock away from. And then you pull away, and then you do it again like this. So therefore, you're in control of the one that's farther from you so it doesn't get away from you. But if you try to do the opposite, keep the one far from you stable, right, like, and you want it to roll like this, it's going to fall over. Okay, so that's what that means, according to Rashi. And what Rashi says means is is that when it's coming time to finally like close, uh, let me just double check Rashi here. When he says Mahatko. right? When you're done to, when you're done, you found the right place, and now you want to close it up. He says in that case. You don't, don't stretch your arm over the ksav and close it like this because then you're like covering the ksav. I, I don't do It's hard to me to understand exactly. Like, I guess you're doing it somehow with and you and you're not doing it ahead of time. And he says that you want people to be able to see the ksav. So if you stretch your arm over and then you close it that way, you're covering over the ksav. Rather, sort of scroll it up the opposite way when you're finished. After you're done finding the right place, scroll it, you know, close it from the inside to the out. Tosus reads it very differently. Tosus reads it He says what mahatko is. Basically, when he says mahatko is, you can figure out what kololo is. Mahatko is when you put the when you do the Garto around the sefer Torah and you make the knot. Don't make make the knot mahatko mi basnim. Make the knot in the front here. And not in the back of the Sefer Torah. Why? It won't because uh, around, uh, you know, it, it keeps it together better. Well, okay. A, by keep it together better, but also, it says because next, what's going to happen next time you take out the Sefer Torah? If, if the knot you is in the back, you will have to turn it upside down to undo the knot. Not, it's not covered to the Sefer Torah. You want to lie the Torah flat and have the knot right in front. That Mahatko Mibesnim. So go Mibachutz for him probably means what we do when we do Golel, You stand behind the right. The guy stands back here. Right? And he's rolling it right, and he's being Golil it. He's not right like, in front being Golil. The guy's sitting down holding it, but the guy's behind being Golil. Presumably also so people could see the Ksab as it's being scrolled up. So that's how Tauravus totally understands what Golomi Baklis means. Okay, so now the verse says like this, um, okay, that's a much easier read than Rashi. of Rav Yochanan, 10 people read the Torah, which Rashi says does not mean 10 people all got Yod, it means 10 people gathered to read the Torah. Kagola, um, um, uh, where were we? Behem uh, um Golel the great, the, the greater one amongst them gets glila glila is considered to be the biggest honor now this is pretty funny right because in our shows hagba and glila are like what you give people that don't merit a big aliyah I shouldn't say that but okay for everybody that <laughs> uh, or for people that have the actual physical strength to do hagba anyway anyway so it's funny we don't treat it with that weight some people say that again in the gemara the gola was actually because you notice there's no discussion of the magbia, right no we haven't discussed it, the hagba so some people say that the Golo in the Gemara is also the one who lifted it <laughs> and did the rolling of it um, or maybe and maybe it works better with a. Sari Sefer Torah different ways of, all sort of figuring out our contemporary ways of doing the scrolls and of doing Hagba and Belila so that the idea is the Magidia gets it and then it makes sense because then he gets to he shows the Sefer Torah to the people right? and, it says, and then there's a power that that's also making about the power of of, the, of seeing something as opposed to hearing something right so if you're actually the one who shows The Torah to the people that they've been hearing, you know, that scene is like a very special zechus that you actually showed them the actual writing itself, and that really, like, you know, made it really, you know, know, real and resonate. resonate. So that's one way to understand it. Rabbeinu Hananel, if you take a look, says, um, Rabbeinu Hananel says, where's Rabbeinu Hananel? um, yes, the very first wide line. Remember you you have been lady Euchaarpetora, golo Cefatatora, Thlomar, so he says the one who completes so maybe yeah. it's somehow the idea like you know uh, like uh, the guy who goes last he gets credit for everything that came before him you know, um, you know maybe he's also suggesting although I don't know I one's not want to you know I, maybe I'm reading way too much into it that the guy who got the last Aliyah would naturally be the guy who would do the gorel so maybe the, you're the masuim in that sense but somehow for him the significance is just that you are coming last Okay, but I do think that there tends to be an understanding that this is the person who lifted it up and it's the power of showing so it to people. Yes. So someone says you can either have Shvi or Agu. you should take Agu. Yeah. Also, if somebody says you have shvi or maftir, you should take shvi because. But we, uh, you know, what we wind up sort of giving weight is different because the is considered also to be the least covetic of the Eliot and the Gemara. But we wind up sort of giving, you know, treating those things somewhat differently. Okay. So now the Gemara says like this. So, if there's, um, like, so if there's like a Hatan then you really should give them, or like a grave rub you really should give them shvi. Then so shishi, like we should, according to this, right? Um, well, if you read Rabbi Elchanan all that way, but yeah. that's that's not clear. But at least you should give him hagba. Rather than using which we don't do. Um, okay, um, uh, where were we? Um, okay, uh, we're, uh, uh, Oh, I think I forgot that one line. I just said uh, I did it. No, maybe I didn't. Okay, let's read it again. Okay, I'm Why? Because kulan, because he gets credit for everybody that. Pre- preceded him or equivalent to everyone who preceded him. Um, okay, the Amrabi was Levy, did I just, no, He gets all of their credit what they don 't get any credit. He t- takes their credit away from them, so Ella Ema you should say is equivalent to all of their credit. okay, so that statement about the importance of Galila was of in the name of Yochanan. so another statement of Shi in the namean again not exactly in, 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 any, you know, any connected to the theme. How do you know you 're allowed to use a basko? now now what does that mean? Raji says if you were thinking should I go into this business feeling not should I, should I invest in this stock not and then you heard somebody say a loud voice said yes so oh okay so then that's not considered some type of you know necromancy or divination you're allowed to actually use that as a siman. okay uh, you know like God, please show me a sign. And then something actually happens. <laughs> so, somebody says, should I do it? Should I do it? And you hear somebody yell, yes. Oh, then you should use it. You hear, your ears will hear something from behind you telling you. Telling you what to do. That's only if it's something unusual. Either it's the sound of a person in the city, in a place where presumably, you know, guys would be out in the field going at, being at work, or it would be the women that would be left in the town. Um, oh... Uh, or a woman's voice out in the fields when normally that would be only men so it's unusual so then maybe it would be a siman. it would not be something totally normal now again, does the imagine it's always a question by Bosco you know, because Saul Lieberman shows that Baskel originally did not mean a heavenly voice it meant like a, a report went out you know, a shmu'ah so here, does bat kom mean that you're hearing some type of a, disemb- a disembodied heavenly voice? And the reason that it should be a man's voice in the city or a woman's voice in the field is to know that it's not really a person's voice at all? Or is it, no, you did hear somebody just yelled, yes, like, you know, you know, they were talking to their friend and they yelled out a big yes. So it is a person's voice. But nevertheless, if it's unusual, then it's a siman. If it's not unusual, it's not a siman. So again, it's not clear that the Gemara imagines that this is actually a heavenly voice. It's some type of a sound that you heard and a voice that you heard maybe it is human but it's unusual okay and it's not just enough that you heard a voice say yes That's the yes yes or no no that should be your siman okay and then you can use it now if you look at Tosfos Tosfos says like this you shall me Joseph says um, Tani Ksiv um, do not do divination and do not like you know look in the stars or whatever even though you can't do divination yes you can still use it <laughs> quite funny reminds me of a joke that somebody goes into his uh, you know he's got a friend he's a doctor he goes into his office and he sees that he's got one of these like what are they have up you know yeah. so he says to him he says I don't understand you he says you are a man of science you're such a rat national ban you know what are you doing with this uh you know this uh, superstitious thing you know up in the earth he says he says i heard that even for people who don't believe in it it still works <laughs> 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 so anyway all right so the it <laughs> says uh, uh, all right so um, uh, okay um but I'm a shift timer Bjorn another statement of shift timer Bjorn back to closer to our theme. Um ha kare below ima, if you read the, the Torah without trop... The shone below zimra, or you learn the mishnayot without a, without a nigun, right? Because oh, wow. they would learn it in a sing song in a type of a nigun, because so it's easier to remember it that way, right? You look at Tosos ha shone below zimra, shayur giving mishnoot ha mishnayot specifically shone. It's not learning of gemara, but it's memorizing in an oral culture. The zimra, lufish shonimot hamalpeva yidekach ayu niskarin yoter, right? And who's somebody who you know earlier in life you know used to you know, be about, you know used to read a lot from the Torah. I wasn't about gar but he used to read a lot. To the Torah, anything I learned with the trap, I remember. You know, you know, you know. So it's totally true. So anyway, so if you learn it without the trap, which a m- m- won't only mean that you won't remember it. It's not so bad for the Gemara not to have the Torah memorized because it's Ram Shabach Savia Taira Shaila But the trap helps you know where to put the punctuation, right? How to divide, divide up the pasuk, or you learn the Mishnayot without the Zimra, without the singing, and you're not going to me- m- remember it well. So Allah Hakatuv Mea, for regarding him, the verse says. Okay. I have given them edicts that were not good and laws not to, that they shall not live by very difficult pasuk but it means I have given them chukim and they have made them Lotovim because they have not you know held on to them in the proper way but um, clearly they knock it otherwise would have said it to be us okay right but it's obviously not good actually the doesn't specifically say with remembering and use for, for reading. Right. And the backup must be support proof text would indicate that it's uh, to make it make it sound good you know, I, I, I'm sure you've heard plenty of I uh, agree <laughs> sort <of> very precise <laughs> right <and> <foil> that's a good point exactly so where do you see that no, from um, the proof text Nima meaning not like. no I get oh, I, oh the Nima oh, but I mean from the puzzle of Mishpatim uh, of Oh, I mean that's uh, uh, oh, not, oh, not good it's not <laughs> okay. pleasant yeah. and I see okay interesting okay although again I do think there's a difference between the Mishnah which is about memory and the Torah anyway so the Gemara says Matskiv Labayi so asked on this so here the rabbi understands like those oh, what just because you don't have a nice voice so it doesn't talk about memory or precision just because you don't have a nice voice you're going to say laws that you will not live by meaning it's one thing that is to say like those that it's not so pleasant to hear people with a bad voice but lo yichyu look at Ramesharsha take Ramesharsha. the Amar who says two tourist scholars that are sitting in one city and are not sort of pleasant to one another which could which which uh, is a little vague what it means the marcha means that it means that they don't discuss halacha together they learn by themselves you know they don't sort of show respect to one another and they don't discuss you know and they're, they're, they're not chavrusa. They're just, each one is off by their own so that case how does it translate there in the English and say everything not pleasant to one another, cooperate with one another in discussing matters. Okay, so it reads it like the Marsha. Okay, so anyway, So in that case, uh, Because now you could really say, because the laws will not be precise and proper, and they'll pervert the laws. The laws will wind up being perverted, because you do not, unless you get pushback and critique and discussion, you do not get to the right conclusion. And it fits in with other Gemaras, you know, that says, Right, exactly. You know, a sword against those who would learn by themselves and not learn. You know, and so on. Okay, amara Parnach, amara Yochanan, Anybody who holds on to a Sefer Torah a naked, which means that the Sefer Torah is naked. It's not. You know, you're not sort of. You're touching the cloth itself. You're not sort of. You know, uh, handling it through the. Uh, you know, through the cover or through the uh, through the, uh, through, the uh, um, through the poles through the atechayim. So nikvar arum. You're buried naked. So so, Aram Sakadaytich, really? It's such a, you know, so, it's such a bad sin that you would be buried without shrouds? So, El Aima Nikvar Arum below Mitzvot, signed, stripped of all mitzvos. That's better. Below mitzvah What you're stripped of all mitzvahs? Elam below osa mitzvah. You don't get schar for that mitzvah. Well, that so Tosaf says uh, that's pretty obvious, right? I mean, if you did the mitzvah wrong, you shouldn't get schar for it. So if you look at Tosaf, so it says below osa mitzvah it says Tosafos You don't get the mitzvah for holding the sefer Torah or being gholal it or whatever you were doing when you were touching it. So kasha mitzvah you don't get credit for the other any other mitzvah you were doing in the in the context of holding it. If you were holding on directly on the cloth, and reading it, Ein lo mina kriya, you don't get benefit, you don't get the merit of reading the Sefer Torah. It undermines the mitzvah of reading because it was done, because the holding of it was done improperly. So not only does it undermine the merit of holding the Sefer Torah, it undermines the merit of what else was done in that context. Okay, and similarly, if you did glila that way, you don't get schar for glila, etc. Okay, back to the Gemara. Um, Amar great Rebiyanai, Saba, and the, the son of Rebiyanai, the elder. So here you see already, like the Sari of the, the children with the same name as the father and Ravyani was the grandfather so this was a grandfather so, you know father and son all always the same name Better to roll up, you know, with in, in the, you know, with the matbechot, rather than to roll the sefer Torah. Not exactly clear what that means. Rashi, um, Rashi says it means if you look at Rashi, Rashi says the um, So first roll the sefer Torah with before you put on, you know, like the cover, and then put the cover on. Don't put the cover on, and then do the tightening after the cover is already on. Last line. This is the basis that we get for reading every uh, parsha, you know, every mo'ed, the appropriate parsha in the Torah. Tanu Rabbanan, a rabbi's taught. Moshe, she came when we Shoyom. Not only about reading the Sefer Torah, Moshe established that we should learn the laws of the, uh, not, no, it's not Korim, but shalim vidarshim, right? So learning the laws, Hiochos Pesach, Pepechas, Atez, Chag, each one in the proper time. If but there's another statement of 30 days before but okay there's some things that you need to prepare for and do 30 days before and you need the time to really learn the halachot and then there's actually an idea what I would say not just in terms of knowing what to do that's more the teaching of Shloshim Yom Kodam but more in terms of embracing the nature of the day through the learning of the halachot of the day in a more sort of almost ritual sense. Not you should learn the halachos because you don't know what you're doing tonight for the Seder. You learn the halachos because that's what you do at Pesach, is you learn the halachos Pesach. It's a way of being the, Kayim, the nature of Pesach. And I think it's significant that, and I think it's subtle, but notice what the Gemara did here in the last line, right? We had an entire perak one might say an almost in a sechet, about the importance of scripture, right? about the reading of the Megillah, the Be'ed Knesset, the Sefer Torah, the Kriya, all of this. Right? We even had at the beginning, what for the sake of the Kriya Megillah? Tamu Torah, for the sake of Mikra Megillah. Right? And here at the very end, when we end with saying that you read from the Sefer Torah of the nature of the Yantas, we end with a line that you know what you do on the yantav you learn the halachas you learn you you learn Torah not you read from the Torah but it's the Talmud Torah that you do relating to the yantav and again getting back to that obviously more dominant rabbinic theme. Just to show you how both Rashi and Tosos like to end on a nice little flourish, if you take a look, Rashi says, um, Hil- Rashi says, he explains where we learned from the Pesach. Why did I have to say uh, Vayidaber Moshev? he So he's explaining where we get this from the verse because Vayidaber is superfluous. Now again, it's Hilchot. Right, like we're now at the last line of the Gemara, not just to be Kore, but to Halachot of each one in its right time. Bismana chukei lohim to tell people the laws and the you know and the teachings. V'kiblu v'kimu schar One wonders it's because at the end of Megillah, so there's a little kiblu v'kimu schar hamitzvot And they accepted it on them in their future and for all future generations. That clearly was a little flourish, which we got because it was the end of the Sechet. Similarly, in Tosvos why they can jump because they also closed because can't right exactly exactly and also in Tosos the one we read before about below the mitzvah so with a little flourish Tosos says um, but if somebody is not doesn't touch the cloth directly last two lines in Tosos but does it through the cloth you know through the wrappings okay very nice <laughs> ending <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> what he do okay okay so good so let's do the Siyam uh, just Turn this off and we'll do the film Okay.